Hello, hello, hello. It is Sheena Diane from a work at home mom. So I got asked a question last night on my Facebook page. And the question was, how did I get into working at home? Like how, what was my first introduction? So do you guys know what that means, right? Story time. did I get introduced to working at home? Here we go. Here's my story. So it all started when I got pregnant with Kira. She's my firstborn. I was working at the Gator Park with my husband, Johnny, at the time. And um, about one month before she was due, I decided to um, stop working, take my leave of absence, per se. And um, I have been working at a job since I was about 15. So um, I got really bored when I was at home. My husband was working all day. I was at home with our dog. And um, I took a lot of time with the dog. Our dog can do all kinds of tricks, let me tell you. But um, I got really bored. I was, um, you know, just walking around cleaning the house. And I didn't have anyone to talk to for you know that last month. And so I started researching online about businesses that I could do from home. And I found Mary Kay. Now, the reason I searched out Mary Kay is because um, growing up, one of my best friends used to always use Mary Kay. It was the only makeup that she ever used. And I always loved it because I would use her makeup. So um, I was like, well, this would be a good time, you know, a good trial for me working at home and seeing how this works. So I started doing Mary Kay and I did pretty well. Um, I was nine months pregnant, you know, walking upstairs and doing parties for people. But um, it was a lot of fun and it kind of got me out of the house and it got me talking to people. And um, I did okay with Mary Kay. I did. I did okay. Um, I even remember going into labor and bringing my Mary Kay books to the hospital for the nurses. <laughs> it was kind of funny and they all laughed at me. But um, that was my first introduction to working at home jobs. Um, when Kira was born, my time got a little bit more limited and I wasn't able to do as many um, in-home parties. And the way that Mary Kay worked, at least back then, um, is that wasn't, it wasn't an online based business. You kind of had to go and show your products to the people that wanted to buy them and, you know, let them try them. So because I wasn't able to do that, um, you know, the Mary Kay thing didn't really work out for me after Kira was born. So then I started searching out other jobs that you can do from home and I found one and forgive me, I cannot remember the name of it for the life of me and I looked through my paperwork and I cannot find it because it was, you know, Kira's 10 now, so it was like 10 years ago, uh, probably a little bit more. Um, so there was this thing that I found online, it paid you through PayPal and it was like a pay to sign up for these promotional sites. So like B&G Music would be 99 cents and if you sign up, they'll give you $25 in your PayPal account. And then um, you can also have people in your downline that will sign up under you. So you would post that link and then they can sign up under you. I forget, I, I'm so sorry, I forget the name of it. It was actually um, a good business. I never made like a lot of money, but I was actually making money doing that. You know, um, I would get paid 25 bucks for signing up for a 99 cent thing. And then you would have to remember to cancel the sign up or otherwise you're gonna get charged monthly. But Either way, it was one of those type of like sites. Um, but after a while, it got a little bit too much because I was messing up on like, I would push, I would do the wrong link for the people that were underneath me and um, it just got to be a little bit confusing. And so I stopped doing that. 
And then I signed up for something called Cha-Cha. Now, Cha-Cha is not around anymore, but when it was around, it was amazing because what it was is you would text Cha-Cha a question and then real life people, that's where I came in, would text you back the answer. So you would say, Cha-Cha, what's the average weight for a 33-year-old woman? And um, then they would text you back the question, you know, the answer. Um, and you had like three seconds to answer these calls because I guess they were timed. And then you would get, I guess, like 10 cents every question or something like that. Um, took me a while to make $100. And I think they hold your money until you get to $100. So I want to say that I worked for like three months to get $100. <laughs> but I did actually get paid. Um and it was pretty easy because all I did was just sit there and then you'd get this little ding dong and then you'd answer the question really quickly um, by Googling it and they gave you a site and everything to look for. So um, that was fun. That was a lot of fun, but they are no longer in business. So that's another business that I, that I did uh, at, from working at home. And then it occurred to me that I have been writing my entire life um, since I was 10. I actually have folders and folders full of stories that I have written that no one will probably ever read because I'm embarrassed, but um, I've been writing stories and writing poems since I was a little girl. And I even remember that I would tell my friends, all right, give me a topic and I'll write a poem about it. And I remember I used to be the one that everyone came to for me to write their love poems when they wanted to impress their boyfriends or girlfriends. So, um, so I started doing freelance writing and um, kind of just started it just to see if I could do anything. And I started doing some stuff for free and I ended up getting momentum where people really enjoyed my writing. And so then I started charging and I went ahead and I got like a personal logo. That's my logo now that you guys see on this page, um, freelance writing by Sheena Diane. And I got a personal logo and I got a website and I got a brand. And so then I started writing professionally and I would, uh, write for blog sites and I would redo, you know, if they didn't have the search engine op optimization, I would, you know, kind of do keywords and rewrite it so it was a little bit more professional and edit it and all that stuff. Um, and I would get paid to write for websites. And then I would also write for blogs. And I ended up getting this really awesome gig because before I met my husband, uh, well, actually, as I met my husband, I was going to school to be a veterinary technician. So I know a lot about animals. I went to school for this. So I actually ended up getting a job writing for a pet blog and it was a paid site. So people who got my stuff had to pay to actually get it. Um, <clears throat> so I got paid, I think $25 a week or something like that, or $25 an article. I know it was $25 something. And that job was so awesome for me because I didn't really have to do any research. I already knew all about all the topics. You know, if you wanted to know about what a cat could or could not eat, I didn't have to research that. I already knew that. So that job was really amazing. And um, even though I didn't make a ton of money, um, $25 an article is not bad. You know what I mean? Like it's not bad at all to um, being, you know, first time really getting my name out there. So I did as much research as I possibly could about freelance writing. I got all the books and things like that and keywords. And uh, I learned as much as I could about it. And I started putting all my energy and time into that. And even though I wasn't making a huge amount of money, um, it was a great thing for me because I could do it whenever Kira was sleeping. I didn't have to um, work all day long. I could do it on my own time when she was taking a nap or at nighttime is when I wrote my articles. Um, and I started getting a lot of momentum. And I, I know I wrote this one um, article about my dad when he passed away. And I wrote it for free. Um, 
on this site called Open to Hope, and it's a site for grieving. Um, it's Christian. It's a Christian site for gr- people who are grieving to kind of help you get through it. So I went on there one day, and I was just really missing my dad, and I just decided I was like, you know what, I'm just going to write this little, you know, three or four lines. I mean, it wasn't that long. I don't remember how many paragraphs it was, but um, I just was like, I'm just going to write it. So I wrote it and put it up there, and I got so much review on it. I want to say maybe 500 people um, was commenting on this particular post. So a few weeks later, I get a call from the editor of Open to Hope, and he asked me if I would like to be featured in their new book that's coming out, which was called Open to Hope. You can actually find it on Amazon. And basically what it is, is it's a bunch of snippets from their blog site of all the best stories from losing, you know, their parents or their loved ones. So um, it helps with grieving. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. So they actually paid me to write in this, this book. So I don't get any um, royalties or anything from it because they, my, my agreement was that they would pay me a certain amount up front to write it. And then um, I'm signing my rights away after that. So I can't um, make any other money off of it. But um, he asked me to rewrite it and make it in a book form and everything. And so I was like flattered and I was thrilled and it was awesome. And I actually have that book. And when I first got it in the mail, I think I cried a little because I was so excited that I'd finally been published in a book, which was my ultimate dream. Um, But now my goal is to actually have a book that's in my name, (laughs) not just a snippet of my story. So that's another goal. But anyway, so I'm still freelance writing and I'm still um, making money freelance writing, even though it's not a ton of money. And I got paid to ghostwrite. Uh, ghostwriting is where you uh, write stories or write paragraphs or you know write papers for people and don't put your name on it. So basically, you kind of write it without any acknowledgement that you wrote it. And um, I got hired. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. I got hired by an erotica company to write some um, erotica. Uh, for their site. So I did that as ghostwriting. So my name's not on it. You will never know it's mine. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, if you're getting paid, you know what? A story is a story. That's all that matters, right? Um, so I got paid to do that. Some ghostwriting. I did websites and stuff like that. So anyway, my freelance writing career uh, really took off. But then I ended up having my second daughter, Sasha, and my time got even less. Um, and I'm also working full time as well. Um, so then I started selling Avon because I felt, you know what, this is something I can do at work. Um, people love it, blah, blah, blah. So I started selling Avon and I started making a lot of money with Avon. Like I went up the ladder and I, um, what is it called? I, I had a team underneath me. So I was like a lead, like I was like the lead person and I had like six or seven people underneath me. I really worked my Avon business pretty hard and I was making really good money with it. I was really happy. I was making a paycheck even when I wasn't working my Avon because I had people underneath me that were working Avon. So I would get paid when they made sales. So it was awesome. I was like making money without even having to really try. But um, after a while, we ended up moving. And my customer base, because Avon is kind of a local thing, you know, you have to drop off your product so they pick it up or whatever. Um, I ended up losing all my customers. And so they didn't really follow me to my new location. So I tried to pick up that um, customer base again. And I did um, get some customers in the area that we moved to. But what ended up happening is Avon started charging more for the websites. They started charging more for your catalogs because you have to buy catalogs every two weeks. 
And then they started asking you to make your quota more than what it was before. So I was just making the quota before. Well, now I couldn't make it because, you know, I only had like four customers instead of my normal like 20 um, that I had before. So needless to say, Avon died out and I stopped doing Avon. Now, like again, at this time, I'm still working full time jobs um, as I'm also working at home. So I'm kind of doing a little bit of both. Um, I start selling Juice Plus, which is a it's like a vitamin company that uh, you get all your fruits and veggies in a capsule. So all the minerals, all the vitamins that you need from fruits and veggies, um, they put in this little capsule. And so I started selling that. And the reason I started selling that was not because I wanted to make money. It was because I actually liked the product. And I kid you not, when I was working as a preschool assistant teacher, I was doing Juice Plus and taking them uh, every day. And I never got sick. But when I stopped selling Juice Plus, I was still working in the preschool. I got sick like once a month. It's crazy how just having the right amount of vitamins and minerals and fruits and veggies in your body uh, will help your immune system. It's amazing. So I'm definitely plugging Juice Plus. But again, I only did that for me and um, I ended up not continuing it. It's really expensive. I think I want to say it's like 55 bucks a month for those vitamins. So it's not really something that I could have continued doing. Um, so then I started selling Jamberry nails. Those are those um, really pretty nail wraps that stay on forever and they're really awesome. I started selling those, did pretty well, honestly. Um, I got a following, I got a lot of people buying stuff. But you know, you're excited in the beginning and after, you know, a little while, you just start getting like not excited about it anymore and people can feel it and then you just kind of lose the momentum. Um, it was really great with Jamberry Nails because I did everything on Facebook. I only made money on Facebook. I did Facebook parties and um, that's kind of how I got my following and it wasn't just with my friends, which was pretty amazing. It started out that way, but then someone on their friends list would have seen the party and seen the cool things that they got and then they would want to do it. And so that's kind of how it happened. So I ended up booking parties like every single week uh, for the first like two months that I was doing January Nails. So that worked out really great because I continue making money with that. But you know, what ended up happening is I was starting to get frustrated with the Jamberry nails and there's nothing wrong with Jamberry nails, but what ended up happening is because they were nail wraps. When I would take a shower, they would get caught in my hair and I would pull them off and I would get really frustrated and it would start pulling my nail, my nail, like the top of my nails off because you're not supposed to pull them off, but I would get mad and I would pull them off. And so it started actually kind of breaking my nails. And my philosophy is, is if I don't like a product, then I'm not going to be able to sell it to somebody else because I am so truthful and honest that, you know, I just can't do that. I'm, I'm just not that person. So when I started having issues with my Jamboree nails, I was like, oh, I can't sell this to people anymore. And I stopped. No, not saying anything wrong with Jamboree nails because I absolutely love them. That was just an issue that I was having. So then I stopped. Well, along these ways, I was also doing YouTube. So I have a pretty successful YouTube channel. It's called Sheena the Henna Queen. Sheena the Henna Queen. <laughs> I started this channel um, back when Sasha was born. She's seven now. So seven years ago, maybe a little bit more. Um, because I started using henna in my hair. Henna is the plant that people use to put the, um, what is it called? <laughs> the skin stain. You know how they can make like designs and stuff on your hands. They use it in India and stuff. Well, you can also use it in your hair. It's a, you know, it's the same plant, but you can use it in your hair. So basically, I did tutorial videos on how to use this stuff in your hair. And um, it's a natural, you know, it's a natural plant. So it doesn't have the chemicals. It doesn't break your hair. It doesn't smell bad. And it's really good for your hair. So I have probably 100 videos on my YouTube channel. 
and um, was doing pretty good with that. And I was doing it, you know, every other week or whatever. Um, well, then Dominic came along. And so um, my weekly or monthly videos turned into like every like six months and then they just kind of died out. But I was so excited because the last time I checked on my henna videos, I had made $200 from YouTube. Woohoo! And that's without me posting in the last like eight months or so. So that's pretty awesome when you go to YouTube and make 200 bucks for not doing anything. Um, so you guys can check out those videos. I haven't updated it. I have to admit, I haven't done henna in my hair in a while uh, because it is a process and I still love henna, but um, I haven't done henna in my hair in quite a while. So I did make money on YouTube, so it is actually possible to make money on YouTube. I am no YouTube star and I definitely am not uh, working it as a business or a income that I can have, you know, to, to take over my full time because obviously it took me eight months to make 200 bucks. But in eight months, I didn't do anything for that 200 bucks. So that's pretty awesome. So um, then we started my I started selling Cincy, which I'm continuing to sell Cincy. The reason I started selling Cincy is because I've been using Cincy in my house forever and we have four dogs. So I always feel like my my house, you know, I don't want that dog smell in my house. And I'm really self-conscious about smells. Like even with me, I, I carry perfume around. Like I just don't want to smell bad. Like that's my thing. I don't like bad smelling things. So I've always used Scentsy. And um, one of my one of the ladies that I buy from all the time that sells Scentsy, she was like, you know, Sheena, for as much as you buy on a monthly basis, you could be saving so much money um, if you just sold it. And then you could be making that money back just on your sales alone. You know, I can be making 30% back. And I was like, really? So then I started selling Scentsy and um, I love it. I'm still selling it. If you guys, <laughs> here's a little plug. You can find me, SheenaDiane.Scentsy.us. SheenaDiane.Scentsy.us is my website. You can buy some Scentsy for your family. I think if you purchase it before the 18th of December, it will be there before Christmas. So there's my little plug for my Scentsy business. Um, I'm not really, I haven't really made like a ton of money with Scentsy, but again, I'm kind of my best customer. <laughs> so I buy, buy it from myself because I love Scentsy and um, I mean, it's just amazing. So then after that, we started our sunshine breeders business. This is a worm business. Yes, worms, creepy crawly worms. We have nine lizards in our house and we were spending so much money on um, mealworms that Johnny came up with the bright idea of breeding worms because they're like roaches. You can just put them in a container, feed them, and then they'll just breed, which is exactly what happened. And after a year of having these worms, we got so many that we were like, what are we gonna do with all these worms? So Sunshine Breeders was born and we now sell organically fed gut loaded mealworms, superworms, um, and earthworms to local businesses. We actually um, have a contract with Showcase of Citrus where Johnny works and we sell um, our earthworms there so that people can go fishing. And then we have our customers that come back every week for mealworms and superworms to feed their lizards. So that is actually a successful business. Um, I think since we started, we've already made about 300 bucks, which is pretty awesome when you think that it's for worms. And worms are pretty low maintenance. I mean, <clears throat> you put them in a container, you put some food in there, and that's about it. I mean, you really don't have to do much. So very little effort, very little overhead. Um, I think the most expensive thing really was just buying the containers. Um, and then of course we had to pay for a logo because, um, and then we have to have a LLC for that because if you sell to a local business, you actually have to be 
like for their tax record, you, you have to have a local like business license. So we had to go out and get an LLC for Sunshine Breeders. So we do have that. Um, plugging that website is sunshinebreeders.com. If you guys need any mealworms or anything like that, we will ship them to you. Um, our worms are all organic, so they're a little bit more expensive because we only feed them organic food. So it costs us a little bit more money to um, keep them than it would if you were just getting them from um, another Rainbow Breeders or whatever that just feeds them anything. Um, so then I started blogging and actually I've been blogging since 2009. Um, but I wasn't blogging professionally at that point. I was just kind of, you know, writing down my thoughts. I had a little bit of postpartum depression that I had to get over. So, um, writing really kind of is therapeutic and helps me get through that stuff. So I do have a blog now plugging that website is sheenadiane.com where I give tips and tricks for work at home moms. It's still a work in progress, but, um, hopefully I will have it monetized and get that up and running here soon. So then um, I started doing transcription work. Now this was my full time. This was the first time that I actually worked full time from home. So this just happened um, three years ago. So I started my transcription job or no, actually it was last year. Yeah, it was right after my mom passed. I apologize. So what, how I ended up finding this job um, is I was going to Girl Scouts and one of the moms was talking about her job and how she works from home. And, you know, I was all ears at this point because I was like, whoa, working from home, that's my thing. So um, I contacted her and she said that she works for a transcription. She works as a trash transcriptionist for an insurance company that does insurance claims. And um, the company was called CSI. Um, I can't remember what the initials are for, but the company was CSI. And basically they worked with Geico and um, State Farm and other insurance companies to do insurance claims for those companies. We transcribed them and then would send them back and you would get a dollar per page that you did. So this was my first time really working full time from home and not just doing it as a side gig. Um, and finally, it took me like six months, but finally I was able to make about 10 bucks an hour being able to type about an hour. I mean, um, a with a dollar per page, it would be 10 an hour. So um, I finally got where I was typing that fast. I could do 10 an hour. But um, within that time frame, uh, one of my best friends calls me, not a best friends, I'm sorry, one of my friends from high school. I mean, he's a good friend of mine, but um, I hadn't heard from him in so long. And he calls me and he says, hey, my company is hiring and we were wanting to know if you'd be interested in doing marketing and sales for us. You know, and I said, that would be awesome. Like I, I've been doing sales and marketing for a long time, but the issue is that I needed to work at home because my mom had just passed away and I had no one to pick up the girls from school and no one to babysit for me for Dominic because he's only two. So I had to work from home. And so he said, all right, thank you. And I kind of just shut that door and was like, I'm going to go back to my transcription work. Now, during this time, my transcription work was very depressing to me because it was about accidents. Sometimes you get people on there that had killed somebody, that had run somebody over, that had hit a kid. Um, you know, accidents are never a joyful thing. And because I'm a pretty joyful person, this was a really negative and kind of depressing thing. I just had lost my mom, mind you. So I was already in a bad place and listening to people who had gotten accidents and they would be arguing with the um, insurance adjuster about it wasn't their fault or whatever. It was just a negative experience. And so I started praying at this point because I was like, God, I, I need a full-time job and I need to work at home. You know, please help me find a job that I can do that will make me happy, but you know, also be able to pay my bills. 
And so that's when um, my friend Randy called me and it, it was, I kind of just shut that door because I was like, well, I can't do that because I have to work at home. So I didn't really think anything of it. And I went back to my transcription job and I just kept saying, okay, I'm just going to get better at this. I'm going to get better at transcription. I'm just going to put my energy into this and I'm going to make it work. I have to make it work. Well, he gives me a call back a couple weeks later and he says, Hey, are you still interested in working in sales and marketing for my company? And I was like, Randy, I, I was like, I would love to, but I can't. And he says, well, I spoke to my boss about your situation and um, I told him, you know, about your skills and he actually wants to meet you and is willing to give you a remote position. And I was like, wait, what? And he was like, yeah. And he was like, if you get hired, you'll be making commission off of the stuff that you sell. And then you'll also be making a full time wage. And I was like, ah, and he was like, so can you come and do an interview on so-and-so date? And I was like, uh, yeah. So got all dressed up pretty, went into the office, um, fell in love with the office atmosphere, fell in love with the boss. He was really like down to earth. Like, I mean, I feel like I wish I would have had this boss all my life. He's amazing. Yes, he has his moods, especially when the texts don't do what they're supposed to do and he starts yelling, it's pretty scary. But um, he's actually a really cool boss. Like he's very understanding, understanding of the fact that I have three kids, that I have to pick them up from school. Um, that sometimes I'm just going to not be able to, to come in on a certain day or whatever. Um, very understanding. So this was a dream come true. And so this was how I got introduced to working at home full time. And now with this career, I'm doing marketing and sales, which I, as you heard, I would been doing sales, you know, for 10 years already. Um, in marketing, I had to market the doggy guru marketing my Avon. So this falls into everything I've already been doing all of, you know, my last 10 years of life. So it just worked out perfectly. And it's a job that I really enjoy. I enjoy talking to people. Um, yes, there's frustrating days, but um, I love it. And this also gives me the freedom to do freelance writing still, which I'm still doing. And it gives me the freedom to blog, which I'm still doing. So um, there is my introduction to working at home. I am sorry that this was so long. My stories usually are. But um, if you guys have any other questions, you know how to reach me. I am on Instagram at Sheena.Diane. I am on uh, Facebook at Freelance Writing by Sheena Diane. I am on Twitter, uh, Sheena Diane 5, I believe. And you can also call me on my Anchor app right here. Guys, thanks for listening. You know, I, <clears throat> I absolutely forgot about our Matos Clean business. So my husband and I started Matos Clean back when he lost his job. And um, we were cleaning commercially for um, apartment complexes and buildings and stuff like that. So I did marketing and sales for Matos Clean. And uh, we ended up losing that business because we hired a person who stole money from a bank we were cleaning. But that's a different story. But anyway, so I also did Matos Clean. So we had a Matos, we had Matos Clean, which was a commercial cleaning business as well. So I've started a lot of businesses and done a lot of things from home. Um, so I just wanted to add that as a little snippet here because uh, I didn't want to forget that. So thank you guys again for listening. And um, find me on SheenaDiane.com and you know how to reach me.